actually live, just so you know. That's cool. Ooh. All right, Evil Squid Comics Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. Three. Or is it Episode 3, Season 2? Which goes first? Uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we get together every couple weeks and talk about movies, TVs, mostly comic books, but not really. We really talk about a lot of other crap, too. There's a lot of stuff. But it's kind and of Scott nerd just, and geeky realm. That's true. Scott just said he didn't read much, but Don read 150 comics. So Yeah. I didn't bring them. He didn't bring them all, so I read about that's half. good. See, my stack is like counts as maybe one of his three here that he has. I'm on a crusade, man. Okay. I'm getting, cl- I'm getting cool. closer. Hey. It's all good, man. It's good to have a crusade. It's good to have a mission. It's so funny. So, like, I actually was completely caught up. Like, I had read, like, everything. And so I was like, you know, I should read, like, something old. So I, like, broke out, like, some old trades I was going to read. And right as I started... What's that? What's a locking key? No, that's new. But then... Because I never read book three. Really? I never... Yeah. Wow. Dude, did I borrow that from him? Him. Don. Don Lochi. But anyway, so I was starting to read my stuff, and then all these comics that I had ordered like came rushing into my house, and then I was behind again. So, because huh. I went to the comic book store and picked up all my orders, so I had all that, and then I had another order that I had placed like online to get some trades, and then a bunch of books that I had sent off to be bound like six weeks ago all of a sudden arrived. So I was like oh, wow. swimming in well, stuff all of a sudden. Yeah, so I mean, I don't necessarily have to read that like right now. Part of my problem is that I'm just trying to catch up, I think, somewhat on, like, movies I haven't seen for, like, the last two years or something, and then uh, part of it is, well, I got that uh, Jedi Fallen Order as well. Video oh, game. you got the video game? Zach yeah. got that for Christmas, played it, like, a day, and then never touched it again. Really? I played it a little bit. He liked on. it, My but... problem is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I struggle with all the other things that I want to do and try to fit it in, you know, type stuff, because it is a bit of a time commitment, and I don't play video games as much as I used to either so it means that I you're bad at them yeah yeah. I I hear that well it's not even so much that I'm bad it's that learning curve where oh I finally got up there and I know what all the moves do okay good and then I set it aside and I'll get back to it for like Uh, a week or two and then I get back and go shit what do all these controls do again you know and you gotta relearn it all so I I agree there's there's a learning curve video games so it's just more memory I don't have video games anymore I just cut it out like I have I have three comics I have like board games I have painting I have you know other crap to do I do want to play that I don't have time for video games well it's not even new anymore but I do want to play the Red Dead game the second one oh yeah it looks too I hear a really good thing about that that's probably like an old game I like you know we have that PlayStation Plus where you have you have to have it to play online or whatever, you know? And so every, like, month they give you, like, two free games. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times they're really good. Like, they gave us, like, Last of Us the other day. So I'll, like, yeah. download it. I'll play it for, like, three hours and then never touch it again. Yeah. That's what happens to me. I can see that. Because it's, like, a commitment. You have it to, is. like, keep playing it. You do. And I just But the thing is that if don't you really time. play it in quite a bit, you know, and being real regular with it, you could probably finish it off. And oh, yeah. But that's, sure. If you're spending, though, say, anywhere from two to four hours a night, do playing it, though, as well. Yeah. So, then that's a time commitment that I just... I apparently backed me Kickstarters because I have all these miniatures just flowing in, so I'm trying to get caught up on my miniature painting. Speaking of Kickstarter... And I'm just buried. Did you uh, back the newest Simon one? Uh, No, I did not. Okay, so I've got that one covered for us. Well, is it... So is it going to be good? No, it's going to be awful. But okay. it's got Eric Lang, so I have some hope for it. <laughs> you were just so, banking everything on that Eric Lang guy. I do bank a lot on Eric Lang. I Which like I like Eric Lang, games, too. So. But I t- tend to like his heavier games, like Blood Rage and yes. that kind of stuff. Which I never uh, played Rising Sun. I don't know. I mean, I but, like uh, um, some of them 
But yeah, it just the gameplay looked really simplistic to me. I think so. I it think looked a lot like family oriented. It looked a lot like those upper deck games you used to buy, you have, like the Marvel one. What's that called? The uh, one where legendary. you like legendary, legendary. yeah. Didn't it kind of look like that? Like it's cooperative. Agree, yes. and you're playing a villain, except they give you these miniatures, but the miniatures don't really do anything. No, they're just there to look. Cool they're just there to look really cool. Just sitting there playing. It's cards. not like you move them around a map or anything, because no, it's all card based. You don't. I know. So it's really weird. It but is odd. I was reading an article about it, and they were saying how like the people who developed it came to Simon, you know, and Simon's like, "Oh, we got to kickstart this. We got to go huge. We need like seventy characters." So yes, I've seen that too. So I think gonna there's going to be a ton of stretch of goals. Yeah. Things. Yes. No, so. I would agree. Yeah, Spin Masters is the other one, and they're known for like the five minute games or whatever else. So, oh, okay. So they are known for a bit of the simplistic type sure. thing, but they have the Marvel license, and so going in with Simon to try to really boost with a miniature crowd and things yeah eh, we'll see but i'm with you i think that it's it looks very simplistic my hope is is that it honestly that it would just be a quick game that you know, yeah it I looks get fun. the family to come in you know yeah. and just play real quickly easily and whatnot maybe even with say my parents and whatever that sure. else and you got these cool little miniatures but you're right it's not doing it's not the miniatures good. actually look kind of fun so, to paint because they're kind of like chibi yeah, guys or I, what i would really love to do is see if they do like a crossover with starcadia quest uh, you know, or later cool. on or something like that and say oh yeah we're gonna throw in a couple of cards for those you know just but i just don't me. know if the bases are of the right size though or not i forgot the starcadia quest is coming too yeah it should be coming here in about a month so i gotta let me get that i'm gonna have all that to paint then I have... Yeah, but you probably didn't buy as much of that crap as... I didn't buy all the expansion. I just bought the base game. But oh, that what, still is like 40 miniatures. Holy crap. That's still probably like 40 miniatures. I bought like I got Zombicide Invader totally painted. Did you really? I got all the monsters wow. painted too. Holy, we need to play that. I have we not should. played that. We should. Maybe in a week and a half when I have a game night. Do you paint your miniatures? Oh, gosh, no. I'll what? teach you. You want, you want to learn? I'll give you a crash course. It's really easy. You okay. can come over to Drew's and you guys could have Saturday paint day. I'm probably yes. so. Yeah, never know. Something else for me to get involved in. I know. know? I've I've boiled it down to like the most unskilled paint strategy ever. You know, like you know, you don't have to be very good. You just can make them look decent without very little with very little skill. Very little skill. Exactly, because that's where I'm at. Very little skill. There you go. Well, I'm really thinking about especially for Starcadia Quest because of the fact that it actually has like Star Wars characters in this game. You know, and things. I'm thinking, oh, in that kind of you know little cutesy look or whatever type thing so it'd be really neat with the Marvel game I bought I, I bought that Marvel Crisis Protocol which is more like the realistic looking miniatures and it's like a skirmish oh, game oh you did buy that one I did buy that so I need to paint that that's like next on my list and Holy so um, since I bought that I feel less compelled to buy the buy this buy one. the other one that. But I mean, they're totally different games, but they, they both have miniatures. I guess there is my you go. Point. I mean, that's we got to kind of divide and conquer here, though. Anyway, probably that's true. Know? So that's true. Why buy the same game? That's true. I did get all my Blood Rage though extra stuff from that mm-hmm. back in that digital version. Did you do any of that at all? The the what what was it called? It was Blood Rage Digital. But, oh but no, I did a, not back. But to they digital. had a bunch of you know stretch oh, goals physical that gave you ones. actual miniatures. No, Simon totally really screwed me. Cool. I did that Simon time machine. Wanted oh. to grab some Blood Rage stuff. Yeah. And I swear I logged in the the minute that it went live and everything Blood Rage that I wanted was gone. Wow. And okay. I'm like, but you only had to like pay a dollar, but I still lost a dollar, so I was a little annoyed. Because there was nothing else that I wanted other than that. Well the rising sun, maybe. But... I don't have rising sun. 
Oh, that's well. You couldn't. You've you could. You could probably bought the whole thing. I I'm think not, you could. I'm not going to spend three hundred dollars on Rising Sun. Yeah, that's probably true. Whatever it is. Yeah, I, I, I had right. I had Rising Sun at one and point. And you sold it. I did sell it, but it, that's because it, it was a three, it was three to five players, and I'm just yeah. like, how often am I really going to break this out? That looked almost like almost a Twilight Imperium type game, like not quite that. I don't long, think it was that depth, but yeah. um, it looked like. I think it was more diplomacy involved. type, though. Yeah. You're going to make alliances and break them, so I don't sure. know if how okay. well that would go over here. Right, but we, it certainly looked cool. We've totally diverted into board games, which Don has very little interest in. Yeah, I apologize, but he mentioned Kickstarter, so I, so. I like Anywho, playing a few of them. Wonderland War. Did you look at that one? It started. I did. The same it day. looked all right. It looks like people are excited about it. I don't know yes, why. they are. It's got cool art. That's cool. Yeah. And but once again, like where the miniatures are very superfluous to the game, it seemed like. Yeah, it could be. I mean, Maybe not that as much. I guess they had standees or they had yeah. miniatures. So they had to have something to show your characters. Sure. So miniatures actually look like they do make some type of some kind of sense. Sense, yes. Cool. In that, and at least it's a board, unlike just cards on a yeah. table. Correct. But yeah, I'm very tempted on that on the Marvel one because it does have a lot of characters, like a lot of cool characters, like Shang Chi, and it's Thanos got like and his and crew. I get to buy the expansion for Thanos. It's another thirty bucks. Oh darn! That's almost the reason why I got. It. I was like, oh, it's only sixty bucks. But then you look at all the add-ons. You're like, oh, oh the add-ons. Like, yeah, it's going to be easily be up to two hundred dollars by the time you're said and done. So that's crazy. Oh yeah, says the guy who spends that much every week on comics. It's true. I'm gonna spend that every week. <laughs> Every other week. Oh, every other week. Maybe every four weeks. Maybe every month. Maybe. Really? Wow. So what do you get, like, ten comic books a week? I get a shipment a month. One shipment a month. One okay. shipment a month. A month. It's worth probably about 200 Okay. That's but there's true. trades in there and art books and other yeah, 60, 70 books now. Okay, okay. Which... Bring which 200 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. So about got... three bucks a book or so? Wow. I got the new previews. Uh-huh. What is up with Marvel? Like, I went through... Did you get the new previews? Do you get previews? I do it digitally, but yeah. yeah. I went through, like, the Marvel previews. Uh-huh. I got, like, halfway through the book before I even found something that I was interested in. Like, all these new books that they're coming out with. Uh, yeah. Like, none of them. Well, I don't buy Marvel books anymore. Huh. I just do it all digital. Same with DC. I buy very few DC books. I know, but that was what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing. Like, even their new event... Was not oh, you're not doing what is it, Empire or something? Yeah, it's like Korean Scroll War, the wires, but then they've got the who's whole writing thing. that? I don't know. Is it Al Ewing? He seems like the hot new dude they're trying to push. He kind of is, I guess. Because they already had Cates do his big event, they had Aaron do the one before that. So. What did Cates do? He did Out uh, of the Absolute Carnage Armageddon. Oh, yeah, Absolute Carnage. That wasn't really a big event, though. I mean. It was more yeah. of a Spider-Man event. It's true. But whatever. Hmm. It was. I just didn't I hear you. think of it as a big it was, Marvel event. Yeah, it wasn't like one of the huge, huge ones. <clears throat> anyway. Are you buying that new Thor book? Yeah. That art looks cool. Nick Klein. Well, I'm sure you're like still reading stuff you're from two reading, years ago. Yeah. Still Dude, actually, up. I've got... You're probably pretty close though now, aren't you? I pulled one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I got about... <laughs> Alright, we're we're just rambling like crazy. That's probably focus. have like two long boxes left. Movies. Did we see any movies? No. I, I saw well an older one, Brightburn. Oh, is that any evil good? Superman. I the reviews I I went in with very low expectations. Well, I hope and so. And so because of that, I thought it wasn't too bad. It, okay. it's it it 
it is more like a horror movie and kind of that monster of the week type of horror type thing uh, than really a superhero type stuff. But it moves at a pretty fast pace. Uh, it's really pretty damn gory. What did um, Gunn have to do with that? Because I thought his name yeah, was Yeah, his on game that. is on, or his game. Uh, James Gunn is involved, and I thought it was like producer or something like okay. that. So he didn't, like, he didn't write direct it. it. I know he didn't direct it. I thought yeah. maybe he wrote it. Or... He might have been credited with some writing, though, on that. Maybe he did the store and produced it. And mm, maybe, did all but I think it was mostly producer type so. stuff on there. But it's not... I, I, if you go in expecting like a horror type film, it's it's a fairly decent movie type thing. It's not a great superhero film or anything else of that nature. I mean, it's not the best acting or Bird, dialogue apparently. or something. Apparently. So I actually got good reviews. I was well, Birds of Prey. I seen that. Did you well. see it? I did see that. Scott so, saw it. Yes. Oh, like I said, I saw all this type of stuff. How did you that? see it? No, no. I've only seen Shazam. Okay, so not Shazam. I don't know if if I'm trying. To, I haven't seen Joker. I don't I know do if, want to see Joker though. Uh, see yeah, I, do I just too, want to see but, it to see it. But the fact that it's up for Oscar type crap means I probably won't like it. But anyway, I don't know if I'm like trying to turn over a new leaf after my piss off of Rise of Skywalker or what. You know, my expectations were pretty low, of course. But I didn't mind Birds of Prey. To tell oh you the truth. God. Well, it got good reviews. It, it said it was thing. fun. It yeah. got good reviews, it was but nobody, none of the public went to see it. That's no, right. Nobody critics, it got it. critical so, acclaim, but nobody went to see it. I know. And, and it did not sell itself. It's, is it Deadpool? Mar- Margot Girls? Robbie is fantastic as Harley Quinn. And just purely, she's great at it. And she's in it a lot. So because of that, it's pretty good. Now, it tries to be smarter than it really is in some cases where it's trying to do like the little, uh, you know... Tarantino type of feel where things are told out of a little crazy order in some cases, you know, or whatnot, by via trying to be like maybe these flashback type stuff, you know, and Which interjecting in type it? things. No Joker is in it at all. They had to be so, at least. Yeah. This she is broke my up boyfriend. She I used to be. That's right, Joker. but they don't show him. Yeah. So. Figured they, they'd have at least a flash. No, they no do Joker. some flash type stuff, but you see like a hand maybe or something like that. You don't see a face by any means. So um, I didn't expect a Joker to be in a movie, but you know, at least like flash him up there. Sure, like, she's. I tell you what, some of the stuff. action, the choreography that they did for a lot of the action scenes is really good. I mean, and that's what you're going for some of this, you know, from a popcorn flick type of thing. Yeah, it's fun. Like you said, it's a fun film. They got good action. Moves fast. It's it moves at a pretty decent pace. I mean, I hope it, it does moves it like an hour and ten minutes fast. Like no, it's like an hour fifty. I think. Oh, it should have made an hour forty. I know. Well, I think that they could have really. Packed it in an hour and a half or something, but yeah, uh, they, there is some fluff no, in there. Uh, Ewan McGregor's over the top, so he's kind of funny. Uh, the Black Canary's fairly decent. They really don't do much with the Huntress. Um, you know, overall though, they all do a fairly good job at things. So I can't say it's like the best movie by any means ever, and well, it's not I'm probably sure even the best the DC best. movie. But you well, know, it it's. Might be. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true with you two. I mean, I did no, tend to like Wonder you, Woman, so. I mean, but. the Bat, the Nolan Batman. Oh, God, yes. Oh, we're not counting those. Yeah. I'm just counting the DEC. Uh, the DC Universe. Oh, the DEC. DC Extended Universe, yeah, because uh, Batman's from. Like well, I yeah, said, I, I, my problem Batman. is I like the movie overall, but I don't know that I could really recommend it to anybody. Good. You can't even recommend it? I'm just not sure, because I – 
I know that it's stupid in its own ways. Uh, you know, I thought you were going to be like, it's you, fun. You gotta come but in. it is fun. It's fun popcorn with, thing. And with me and Drew, you got to come in hard. You're like, this is the best movie Well, see, my problem is, is that I think Oscar. that you will I'm hate it. I'm not even going to see and it. He's not really yeah, so I think you're going to um, hate it. But I think you'll probably it. enjoy it. Like, it. It depends. I don't know how much of, uh, from an action perspective, I don't know how much you really get into that. And like from the choreography of the action type scenes, I thought were really good. Dude, so and Harley Quinn, you know, like it's I said, like John Mar Wick, Margot Robbie. She just has that. John Wick's good. I, I like that shit up all day. That's what this is. It's like female John Wick. Mm, no, that would be uh, that blonde one. Uh, California. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, speaking about horrible DC stuff, so like, I we just established it wasn't horrible. Well, according to me, horrible anyway, speaking DC. about horrible DC, <clears throat> but they I, had to change the name from whatever the hell it was. Birds they of already changed the name. Blah 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 blah. blah. They help. changed it to Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn Birds of Prey. Oh really? Yes. They're worried people don't know Harley Quinn is in it. Yes, even oh. though the thing said the fabulous. Was, but I was guessing if you're Quinn, a fan of Harley Quinn, aren't you going to be aware of that movie? I would think so. I guess you have casual fans who are like, I love Harley Quinn. I don't know what this Birds of Prey is. Oh, it's got Harley Quinn in it. Let's go see it. Yes, but oh, the freaking sure movie, are. the original title said Birds of Prey and it had blah, 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 Harley Quinn. But I don't know see, if that Quinn was just too loud. I think, of Prey, I I, she wasn't. She wasn't. And I, she's still not. I guess I don't know. Spoiler. Like, who's the casual fan? Oh, no. <laughs> like, does your casual fan, like, do they know, like, who Harley Quinn is and if they see it? Are they going to know that she's in that, or are there really people who are that casual who like Harley Quinn, think it's cool, but just don't know, have any idea? I just feel like everybody today is so plugged into the internet and everything that you know everything. You know what I mean? Could be, but like, I know what, my wife would know. She doesn't know jack shit about it. But she doesn't care about it either. But she knows Harley Quinn. Yeah, but she doesn't care. Probably not, but I mean, it looked like, I mean, it's it. Not like it, it, it was She went because you dragged her. You you no, she, I actually said, would you be interested in this movie? Yeah. So she yeah, was but actually you suggested the one, it. I did suggest you brought it, it up. but she pressured me to actually go get tickets. Oh, okay. So, but she didn't know about it. Um, or she, yeah, she I think it was she not really on her radar. I think she knew of it because okay. it had been freaking commercials all over the day. Would be a good person to ask because she knows of Harley Quinn, but I don't know that she would know of Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn's in Birds of yeah. Prey because she's not really. I mean, I'm not going to say she's not plugged into the internet, but I mean, she's not like. I don't know. I would I assume I would my anyway. So I don't know. Should, that would be an interesting. Like I said, I think the deal is like in this day and age, for me and probably the majority of people who watch movies, unless it's like, and if unless there's a compelling reason to get off your couch and go to the movie theater, it's going to be a hard sell to get most people to go to the movie theater because it's like like Star I Wars. I feel I have to go see a Star Wars movie because it's going to get spoiled. People are going to be talking about it. I have to go. Right? Marvel movies. Marvel movies, same thing. Everybody's going to be talking about it. It's going to get spoiled. i got to go see it before everybody talks about it. So i got to go. But then there's some that just start getting good buzz, like, say, Knives Out. I yeah, Knives Out, i got right a good, lot of good it's buzz. It's good buzz and whatever else. Because that's so. one that, like, my wife will go see, you know. and that That's yeah. one that kind of builds. Like, it like does. Knives Out has that thing where word of mouth, it kind of yeah. had a long run, which doesn't happen very often. But, no, you know. Not as much anymore. So there's but some. But, I mean, for the most part, like, Birds of but Prey But there is, is a like, lot more of the event film type thing. But Birds of Prey, is there really anything you're going to miss? Correct. <laughs> no, but nobody feels compelled that they got to go see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't tie into anything. It's not like it's super established. Nobody likes Suicide Squad. So it's like... Yeah. I mean, if you just like to go to the movies, yeah, you'll go see it. But for the people like me who go to maybe five, ten movies a year, I'm not going to get off my ass and go see that. Yeah. 
I can see that. I, I, mean, I can understand the reasoning there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that most people are like me. Most people are like you. That they go maybe five, ten times a year, and it's got to be that compelling thing. Like I'll go see in the front yard. Like I'll go see Black Widow because it's Marvel, right? Like I'll drag my family or somebody to go see it because well, it's Marvel and it ties in, and I want to see it. And you know, there's a perceived level of quality there, you know. And it's kind of like McDonald's. I mean, you know what you're gonna get when you go to a Marvel movie. You know, it's fairly. They're all kind of the same, you know. Yeah, they do have a little bit of a. There's a formula. Formula there going on. So, anyway. So, we watch. I used to watch, like, Flash and Green Arrow. Uh, like, he's going to say everyone watched. No, no one. Wrong one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I watched, and like, Green the first Arrow. couple seasons. The Flash. I tried to hang with Green Arrow. I just got so. I can't get an Arrow. It was. Or Arrow, I'm sorry. But, yeah, it was okay. I enjoyed it. But. So, anyway, we've been watching the Legends of the DC Universe. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think that one's pretty good. I like it. It's cheesy, cool. but it's fun. The characters right. are cool. But anyway. Is that the so, one that has the Crisis of Infinite Earths in Well, there? no. So every year that the show's been on, they've done a like a crossover. Yeah. But yeah, it is. But that, that Crisis of Infinite Earths ran it's through like five of the TV shows. Because oh, now they cool. have Batwoman. Yeah. And so and they got Supergirl or whatever. Right. Is, yeah. It's like Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Batwoman, Batwoman and, and Legends and of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. And... Uh, so we watched The Legends of Tomorrow, and so a new episode popped up, but it was part five of Crisis. Yeah. And I haven't watched any of the other stuff. Gotcha. And so my wife's like, well, let's watch it. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen the other four. I want to watch the other four. And she's like, well, does it really matter? And I'm like, well, kind of to me. I'm like, I don't want to just watch part five. So I'm like, okay, I'll sit down and watch. So I figure out whatever the first step. I think it was Supergirl or I don't know what it was, but I turn it on. But you figure out the order of them. and Right. I downloaded like the CW app or something because that was like the only place I could find it. Anyway, wherever I watched it, but I watched it and I watched like five that show, whatever it was, it was horrible. Like it was unwatchable, at least to me. I mean, like it had this. It was just so stupid and cheesy. It was just like it hurt my brain and my eyes to watch it. Like they did a thing where they had like the they drew the. The red skies would come up, which mm-hmm. is cool. That's like, you know, the red sky is like the comic book, whatever. Sure. But they had like, they had friggin', uh, what is it, Burt Ward, the guy that played Robin in uh-huh. like the 60s? Uh-huh. Like he's walking along, walking his dog just down the street and he looks up and sees a red sky and says something, you know? And I'm just like, oh my God, it is like horrible. I don't know. It was. I heard they crossed over though with wretched, the flashes. Wretched. They brought the. Israel, whatever Miller. Yeah, whatever I know. Name. See, I've heard really good stuff, and I want to watch it because of all the different characters yeah. that they brought back and stuff. But man, I just could not get through like ten minutes of the first episode. Oh wow! And like it opened up with like a Batwoman scene where she's like fighting criminals and stuff. It was, it was bad. The problem mm. is DC fans don't have taste anyway, oh and so you can't really trust them with <sighs> television. And then like, I really stuck with Gotham. Oh, I'm sorry. Which, that was on Fox, but it was cheesy, it was silly, but I, I really stuck with it. And I that missed, like, like the last... Good things about it. I it, It's okay. It's, yeah. like... I kept falling asleep during that show, so I stopped watching. Yeah, hmm. and I find myself, like... I watched, like, doing... three episodes, and I conked out, like, every time. Hmm. I would do other stuff, and it was on in the background, so I would just, like, half-ass pay attention to it hmm. to get through episodes and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. It was, like... I was... I, I may try to power through them just to see some of those cool cameos and stuff, but man, whatever that first one was, it was bad. It was bad. Hmm. Horrible. Sorry. 
I probably would have rather watched Birds of Prey. Should have watched. I think Birds of Prey looks Locking I did. Okay, so... so Are we ready to go to that? We're, sure. Um, Are you sure? So we're watching Parks and Rec right now, me and my wife. Oh! And we've never yes. seen it, so it's our first time. Parks and, and Rec so, is so good. When did Lock and Key drop? Was it Friday? Friday. Okay. I didn't even realize it I didn't until, either. like, freaking Sunday. Yeah. Well, I get on my phone, like, Friday morning, and I see Lock and Key, and I'm like, holy shit. So, like, I figured Barbara, would want, my wife, would want to watch it. So I wait all day. I get home, and I'm like, let's watch Lock and Key. And she's like, why can't we ever finish something before we start something new? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's Parks like, and Rec. well, we're watching Parks and Rec. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, there's like seven seasons. There's like seven seasons of Parks and Rec. And they're I'm like, like 30 minutes. I'm like, this is now. Out. Like, this just came out. Like, I want to watch this. Yeah. She's just like, Spoilers are going to be out everywhere. She's like, oh, whatever. And so then it was like... We did some stuff Friday night, and then we did stuff Saturday, and then Sunday, she, she like, like sometime in mid-morning, she's like, all right, well, let's watch your lock and key. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, everybody's talking about it now. There's going to be spoilers everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Like, we have to watch it. I'm like, oh, my God. I've read the book. So, well, yeah, that's what I told her. I'm like, well, I don't care. I said, I've read the book. Yeah. Like, I don't care about spoilers. But she's like, yeah, but everybody on this message group, blah, 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 blah. So we end up, I think we watched, like, the first three is what we got through. But. Yeah, and we did the same. I mean, we watched like the first three on Sunday. We watched, uh, I think, like another three then on Monday or something. And then we just finished it off, powered through it last night. So, yeah. you know, type thing. Does it, not what actually does it that cover? Because they're really only about 45 minutes Does it cover long, like 40, the 45. first couple trades? So this is where it gets really screwy. It jumps around. I mean... Well, it jumps around a bit and throughout what the trades did. But overall, it's following about... Uh, yeah, it probably follows about more like the first two worth of trades. But then, all of a sudden, the last episode goes a little... It go. It, I found it started to diverge of most from the book. Uh, okay. okay. So, up until that point, most things are like, eh, they added a key here, or they didn't do this, or maybe this stuff's a little out of order, but they're still grabbing stuff from the books. Then when the end comes, it's like, or that last episode comes, it's like, oh, they took some pretty big turns from the uh, book. You know, it still keeps it within the whole, idea. you know, idea and things. But whatever they want to lead into season two could be quite a bit different than the book, you okay. know, in some respects. I was just wondering if they're going to try and tell the same story overall as the book told. I thought that too. And, and if it's going to be like two seasons. And so I don't know now after watching that season finale, you know, or the last episode, they could do all sorts. They could go in a lot of different directions from there. Because, you know, well... I, I just finished reading the last trade or the last hardcover. So you've read it all. So really, if you think about it... We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, a long time and ago. And you kept trying to give me the book, and I said, no, I'm going to buy it and read it sometime. And then I saw huh. the show was about to drop. Well, like, well, I better if, hurry up and read it. If you look at the books and everything, think of the, you know, the big, what would you call it, the gate to the dimensions, whatever, the demon yeah. type thing. Basically, it shows up, what, a couple of times in the book. Once, because the, the parents, the older ones, all went to it, you know, and whatnot, you know, and unleashed hell, you know, in some ways, you know, basically got the Dodge character or whatever. You know, you have... The revolutionary time when they, you know, went back and they found the thing in the first place, you know, and stuff. And then you pretty much have the climax at the end where yeah. they do that. Hopefully not spoiling very much there. At the end of the season, they are at the door and they open the door. Who is? Uh, the the team, the young, our current teenagers. Oh, okay. So, 
which that's a little, you know, like I say, a little yeah. out of place for, especially if they're having a season two. Well, I didn't think the teenagers like even opened so, the door in the book. Until, well, I mean, they were trying to they, at the very, very end. Well, I, I don't remember. Yeah, that's right. I thought they did slightly open it, but maybe they don't. I don't it's been, that's part of my problem watching it's it. It's been too long. It's been too long. Too. I, I just read the last You know, because you read it fairly recent. Okay, I got a couple of questions. Well, I only read the last one. Okay, but still, even at that, you maybe could answer it. Could you not kill an Echo? An Echo? Yes. Which no, Dodge, could. Dodge originally came out of the well because he was an Echo, because somebody yelled down there for Lucas, and he comes back, yeah. and whatever else. And then he escapes with the Anywhere key, and he gets going around and stuff. But I thought that he could still be killed, in a way, because at one point in time, you know, when... You know, I guess spoilers to everybody if you're watching. Well, I thought the mom but, echo you know, got such... sucked. Like sh they pulled her out of the wellhouse area and she like disintegrated. Or well, something. yes, that happens. But if you have the anywhere key, you uh -huh. can get the hell out of there, and that's how sure. Dodge does. And yeah. Dodge then gets out, and then he's doing all sorts of crazy havoc. You know, because yeah. he ends up making himself look younger and, and things because he finds other keys that can do Correct. that. And then though it gets to a point, especially in the I think the third one where and I maybe remember this wrong, but at some point in time, the the character of Dodge, his Zack, whatever the hell character, who I'm assuming is still Echo, you know, in a way, or came from the Echo house, you know, and stuff, is was Lucas Dodge, whatever you want to call him, yeah. slash Zack. He goes through the damn ghosty thing, freaking Sam comes back, goes into his body, and then they slice him the hell up with a freaking skate or something like that. I, I think Kinsley, like, kills him. I thought, but... Well, like I said, I've only read the last one. They do find... They don't have a way to kill him, because once the, once the spirit is, like, in a body, you can't really kill it. And so the big trick at the end, spoiler alert, is they, uh... So what do they do with Bodhi's body? What's that? What do they do with Bodhi's body, then? Because he jumps into Bodhi, then. He does jump into Bodhi, and they get around that. Well, little tricky, and we can talk about it when we get to the book. But at some point, they, uh... They find a way to turn the spirits inside the bodies to turn them back to the metal or whatever. Mm. And so then it becomes metal inside the body and that kind of like frees the body and it the frees soul. Frees the body and the soul. Yeah. Because, you know, when those key, when those things come out, if they're, yeah, uh, they're, they somehow turn into metal. They just turn into the metal and that's what they were using to make the keys. But yeah. somehow uh, the main kid figured out a way to turn them when they're in the body and so he there's no well i think he makes another door. key doesn't he or something i think so yeah, yeah he makes a key that somehow oh I that's just, right he makes a key that like um unleashes it or something and he like sticks it in them and then it makes them turn into metal or something is that what it is well i just remember I just the, I, I remember the fact that so at the that end dodge you know basically goes in as a ghost into that ghost world he gets out of his body i i'm pretty damn sure sam jumps into his body and then that's when Dodge jumps into Bodhi's body, correct? And and things. And, and so then point, Sam's body, Sam in the, you know, Zeke character or Lucas character, whatever you want to call him, gets killed by Kinsley. And everybody's like, "Yay, we won!" Well, unfortunately, he's in Bodhi's, Bodhi's body. body, and Bodhi's floating around the house as a ghost. And Bodhi's floating around, exactly right. And then I know how that all happens, you know, type things. He gets in somehow into like a. Is it a pet or something like that? And yeah, well, there's a thing that. where, like, some bird so, decides to go in, and, and so he takes up the bird's body, and then he goes into this thing that can change an animal into right. a person and changes yeah, back into yeah, himself. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it all it all works out, yeah, yeah. which is okay from that perspective, you know, ties up. Sure. I, I think that's, 
we could talk more about it when you talk about the book or whatever else. But I guess that was some of my things. Is there's a part in the series in which Ellie is a little different because of the fact that Ellie's being controlled, you know, by Dodge slash Lucas, whatever you want to call him, you know. And throughout the book, she just looks like she's always miserable, like she's stoned, whatever Who's the hell Ellie? else. Uh, Ellie is uh, one of the the six original. Okay. original she's the one who kind of. Who was in love with Dodge. Yes, exactly when they were right. Teenagers. In love with Lucas when they were teenagers, and she's the one who has the. Uh, she has the kid who has the kid with special needs. Special yes. needs. Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. So, so she's got that kid, but you know, I remember throughout the book, you know, type things. At least when she's alive, that she's just Dodge is just using the shit out of her. You know, yeah, she's kind of abusing her yeah, or whatever else. Correct. In this one, she's got a little bit more of a backbone, but she's more just afraid of dodge you know uh, in some yeah. some respects and so that's pretty heavily throughout i think the fact that they use the mother a bit they use the mother a hell of a lot better than i felt the book did in the book she's alcoholic and yeah she's, she's an alcoholic and she's useless in this she does have the alcoholism mm -hmm. and she has some parts of that but she's almost playing more of a character that can sometimes be though a bit of a you know, consoling other kids and whatever else. Gotcha. She's definitely there more for the kids than I felt like she she's was. She's more helpful. Yeah. The book, she's pretty... But they do jump around quite a bit. You are right there. They're introducing different things, and it moves pretty fast in some cases. They they, they tweak some other stuff up, but... Uh, overall, I kind of liked it, except for they kind of... And I read something, too, where they admit it. The book itself is like... Uh, young adult horror almost in some yeah. ways you know i mean it's really that fine edge of a horror book you know it's in a lot of respects the horror aspects in the, the show are really reined in a bit more to make this more of almost like a supernatural you know type of perspective right. uh, you know in uh, in heavy a whole lot heavier towards the young adult side i want to say you know i mean it really concentrates a lot on your three kids you know yeah. bodie uh, was it Kinsley and uh, Tyler, I think, or whatever? Yeah. You know, it really concentrates a lot on them. But that's part of the thing too is I felt like the actors they got for him. I mean, that kid is is Bodie. I mean, yeah. he acts just like the kid, the, the kid in the book. Yeah. Um, interesting what they do with the head key uh, type things. You know, that's one of the more amusing, you know, things out of out of the, the book somewhat. Yeah. You know, because it's like horror but slash. I don't know if I should laugh or be scared, you know, whenever when yeah. they take the top off, you know. They do it a little differently in, in this. Have you got to that uh, part? Well, I got to the... I We watched the episode. The last one we watched was when Ellie goes in and drags her fear out. Okay, so, so you so did kind of see so the it's only, But yeah, the kid, yeah. Bodie uses it like in the second episode yeah, or whatever. Okay. I couldn't remember like which the, one in there. Like I said, that was probably one of the things that I found the best about this is... Netflix shows typically have a lot of, I don't know, they have those episodes of down. And and this does, I do admit it, but it felt like it still moved at a pretty fast pace overall, yeah. you know, and really trying to jump in, in, to hit certain plot points. Um, but so overall, I'd recommend it. I, I liked the show. It's different enough from the book, but yet it right. keeps a lot of the similarities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it it is a tamed down. I mean, if you're expecting to go in there to see the blood and guts and see you know people dying all the time, well, not to that extent. I mean, there's going to be some deaths here and there, but it's it's not quite as maybe as it, it tries to be as smart. I want to say as the book, yeah, yeah, but it's not because it's kind of a little bit dumbed down because it wants that 
I don't want to say st stupid age things, but it was yeah. a younger, you gotcha. know, demographic, I think, in some, some respects. So, yeah, the book's pretty violent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't pull many punches in a lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of respects. And... No, John, John Lucas had posted something about the show, and he was like, I haven't read the source material, but he's like, the show's good. He's like, or he, I'm, he said something about why would you want a direct adaptation because everybody's saying, oh, it strays from exactly the book. Exactly right. And he goes, as long as they get the, the feel of the book and the gist of the book in the show, right. then everybody should be happy. And yeah. I, I agreed with him. I was like, yeah. I totally and agree And I think that. they did. And was, I, I would agree. In the first three so episodes I watched, it really felt like they had the gist of the book, like yeah. the feel of the book. I mean... And like I don't want to watch a direct adaptation of yeah. the book. I mean, some I people do, though. Well, I know some people do, but I mean, I thought for if you really love the book, and then you I really obviously like it's it. going to go out to a wider audience. You want to be the exactly well, and that's well, I don't know. I mean, that's my problem that's with this one want. is right. that no, I I, I feel like because of the fact of trying to take this, I thought they did very well trying to take that type of. Uh, information whatever you want to say that type of story and put it over to a wider audience that's what i think i mean they're they're trying to get it out there to get a, a real large gamut of people and i think they did very well taking something that has a really cool idea and really bringing it in to the the small screen yeah cool all right stop there. cool all right you ready to do like your billion of reviews? You gotta tell me about this letter to Joe. Oh, you have to read it, dude. It's awesome. Is it really? It's okay. So fucking good. Okay. Alright, so let's do some comic books. We're gonna talk about Letter to Joe yeah, since we both read that. You both read it, huh? You can take it if you want, if you want to read I, it. I you know, I I will take you up on that one. Yeah, you can have your copy, not mine. Is it signed? No. No, not oh. yet. Not yet. <laughs> so, Letter to Joe. This is a book by Joseph Soraki and Kelly Williams. It's a World War II book, right? It is. So, the gist of the book is um, Joe Soraki, his grandfather, was in World War II, and he wrote a letter to his wife, who was waiting at home. I guess it was his, his fiance. fiance. They weren't married they yet. Weren't married. But he went off to World War II, he got engaged, and he wrote a letter to her, kind of describing his experience and so Joe Soraki, his grandson, found it and decided, hey, it'd be cool to turn this into like a sort of memoir graphic novel. And so we got Kelly Williams, who we like a lot, um, to basically do the art in it. And yeah, it's really cool. It's a great World War Two book, I thought. Yeah. What did you think, Tom? I yeah, I liked it a lot. Um I mean obviously I'm a big fan of the Kelly Williams art, but I was really impressed with the story. The story was really pretty good. I mean, it's pretty... It gets bloody. I yeah, mean, it's pretty it's, brutal. It gets I mean, it's, brutal. It is I mean, war. It is World yeah. War II, but I was surprised that it kind of went as far as it did. I mean, not that I was... I don't know. I was, Here's the... I was impressed with the story. I knew I was going to love the artwork, yeah. obviously, but the story really impressed me. It was engaging. It was interesting. It it was cool. I mean, it is a it is a war story. Yeah, that and I mean, they really, really though, depict. They, he really depicts. It. Like, I wanted to talk to Kelly and ask him, like, you know, what was the script like? You know, like the descriptions of like the trenches and like yeah. the cities and the battles and stuff. Like, did did the writer do a lot of that, or did Kelly have to do a lot of that visual? Research, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, it really, I don't know. I, I was impressed 
with it, really. You need, I don't know. It was just, when, when I first heard about it, like, I didn't, the story was not even, like, a part of anything. It was the artwork was the only reason that I was interested in the project. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. This is Paul Kelly on Facebook and Instagram, and when he was doing it, I mean, he was posting pictures of it, and he was telling, I'd talk to him about it, and, I mean, it's been a while. I mean, the project took a long time to get off because I think yeah, it took a long time to uh, originally they were going to do like a Kickstarter, and then they didn't know, and then they got picked up, and so I mean, it's been a while. So I mean, yeah, but no, I was really, really, really impressed with the the finished product, especially the the story and even the writing. And I don't know, yeah. I'm, I'm not like a, I'm not like a, a historical um, buff. Well, buff, but I mean, I'm not. I don't know everything, but student from what I history. yeah, student of history. But I mean, I've re I've read stuff, I've listened to stuff, and I mean, it seemed pretty good. The just the historical accuracy, not necessarily historical accuracy, but like being in the trenches, you know, like over oh, two, yeah. <laughs> from what I little bit I learned about, like the the. Uh, I can't even speak. I'm on a podcast Man, in the world. You're bad. You're bad at this. The depictions are of like the trenches, you know, where they're in the trench for like a week, you know, and you get the, the foot rot and, you know, they're tramping through all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that well, maybe it was in his letters too. But anyway, I was impressed. Really. Sounds like it. A lot. It was good. I can't speak, but. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting because you know he gets he gets there right after Normandy. Like when he yeah. gets deployed, it's like Normandy has just happened. So he's like, you know, I thought Normandy was walking the beach like the, after the after, battle, and there's still bodies laying everywhere. So and... he so the grandfather wasn't at Normandy. He like came like I don't know a week day. after or the next day or whatever yeah. you know. But uh, um, it was it was interesting because I always thought like once Normandy happened, we pretty much it was fairly all downhill from there but oh, watching God, no. but no. i mean that's because i'm stupid i don't know my history <laughs> but reading this book i realized oh no they still had to like that was just like the beachfront and they still had yeah. to go i thought germany was pretty much done by then no. but apparently they still had quite a bit of resistance left that they had to fight through and get through and you know that was just a foothold well, they still had a lot of yeah i was thinking normandy more than anything back. else was kind of almost a bit of a surprise type thing that they didn't think would actually happen and yeah so yeah. then when the forces were so massive and things they were still trying to maintain their foothold there and yeah in in a lot of those countries i mean part of the bigger problem was is the fact that they were uh, still they were fighting the war on they didn't expect to be fighting the war on another front he was still trying to screw with russia and yeah, probably yeah, even yeah. a bit of africa and then when we all came into normandy it was like what the fuck, you know, type thing, and yeah, and uh, totally. then they had to come back around and re, you know, reassign resources. But they weren't going to take Russia as it was anyway. But then Russia came alive, you know, and said, yeah, well, they were not going to take Russia. Yeah, that's impossible. But yeah, no, I agree. So anyway, it was interesting, and I thought I don't know. It's fun to watch Kelly develop as an artist, you know, because we've seen his early work and has he has continued to kind of do more stuff, and it just. I feel like everything I see by him is like a little bit better than the last his, thing. His colors are just yeah. He's gotten really good with his colors. His and just, coloring is he's just, just awesome. very. Um, but yeah, there's some really brutal, you know, gunfights, battles, war scenes that not necessarily brutal, but graphic. I mean, you know, that's there's the way, blood, it, it's the way it should be. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that 
that guy, Joe, or it's not Joe, the the woman's name is Joe. Correct. It's a letter to Joe. Right. Um, man, he really got lucky. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. like one of the only guys that made it. Yeah, like, like from his, his like, original group. group. He's but like, I get the feel that uh, that happened a lot, though, yeah. too, you know, in those, yeah. those different, at least, regiments and things of that nature that they had out there. I mean, you basically, from what I've read, you know, a lot of those cases, you were, you may have had a regiment of, like, 15 to 20 people and you're getting like two of them that are coming back from these things yeah it's crazy but no it's a cool concept too like like I said I mean when when he first started working on it and posting stuff like I was talking to him and asking him questions you know like um, online or whatever and I just I never even really thought of the concept I just wanted to see the art you know what I mean I just wanted to see it I didn't care about story I didn't care about anything it looks really good and I didn't pay attention to it but that's I was just really impressed yeah it came together really well it It was a good story and art package and it just kind of felt really good I was expecting it to be a so-so story and just great artwork yeah to be honest when I first heard about the story I was like man it sounds okay right I mean the art's cool but yeah (laughs) the story was really good too and maybe that's because the art was so good. You know, the art definitely helps the it story, does. obviously. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they work in tandem. Yeah. The only thing I wish, I wish it was more like, a, I don't like the format. I wish it was like a hardcover and slightly smaller, like more yeah. like, like a novel. You know, like some of those cool, like, artier books, you know, have like the slightly smaller form factor, but it's like a hardcover and just feels a little thicker. Yeah. So, But it's, at, being bigger is nice because you can see the art better, obviously. Yeah, I just but wish it would have been a hardcover. The hardcover would have been nice. Um. Yeah, it's been getting really. It's been getting good press too. Yeah, it's been so. on a on a on a, a few lists like yeah. you know must reads and stuff. So sure, I don't know. It maybe we'll get nominated for an Eisner. It could be his. Mm. Maybe he'll get his, his breakthrough. breakthrough. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. cool. But then he'll get too big for us, and he won't come. Nah, to yeah, he probably will. Nah, he won't. But, but yeah, anyway, totally. Yeah, we can say well we deserved. knew him when. But yeah, no, it was it right. really came together good. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's fine to it was fun to finally get to read it because I've been kind of hankering for it for like a year and a half. Because like like I said, I follow him too, and I see all the pages and, and everything, stuff and all the art. Yeah. You're like, when well, I want to see it all come together, right. like a book or whatever. I do know? admit that since uh, the last uh, Air Cap Con or whatever, I follow him on Facebook there a bit too, and yeah. see a lot more of what he's got coming up. Yeah. So. Cool. Sweet. Excuse me. Alright, that's kind of a duel, so I think Scott needs to do something. No, he no. doesn't have much. Me and my two, go for it, Don. Me and your two. Alright. And I talked a hell of a lot about Lock and Key, which is almost like my own, you know. Oh, dude. Space Wait, Bandits. Everything Don's talking about, I've read. Oh, you read Space that's Bandits? Good. Yeah, I like Space Bandits. You read the whole Bandits. thing? I did read the did whole you thing. Read, did you read Sharky? I didn't read Sharky. It ties in at the very end. That's cool. Was it in the same Sharky. universe or something? Yeah, well, you saw the end, right? The yeah. last page, that's. Is that Sharky? Sharky? Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I didn't read Sharky. So now the Sharky, the bounty hunter, has been hired to go and find these two. Oh, nice. Two. So, yeah. But anyway, so Space Bandits. So Space you want to tag Bandits. team it? Or? Sure. Go All for right. It. Okay, so it's basically, if I remember, it's basically... It's Mark Miller. It's, there's, so there's a, this lady and she's is like... more of his Netflix type of thing? Yes, it is Netflix. Okay. But it's Mateus Galera. He does uh, Black Science. Together, the black oh, science. So the okay. art is good. Awesome. Art's awesome. And it's only five. Is it his stuff normally five or is it six? Five or six. It's it's five or story. six. Just depends on how it seemed odd that it was going. only five. I think Empress was like seven. Yeah. Was it really? But uh, so she, the one of the main characters is she's a 
professional a, thief. Professional thief. She's in a group, and they hi- she hires these people or group that she works with, and they're doing like one big last heist or whatever. Oh, of course, it's always but that type. She thing. gets screwed over. Yep, well, they, they fuck her. Over. They, they fuck her over. And she gets thrown in jail, and they she, get away with all the loot. Right, and they get away with all the loot. And she's like the brains of the operation too, <laughs> yes. so it really sucks because she like planned the whole thing, and then she gets totally screwed. Yeah. So then she gets out of. Well, then there's another girl, right? Right. I'm and she, to... like, uh, is, like, a con artist. And she's kind of the brains, but she has, like, this boyfriend. Oh, and he's yeah. a total waste of space. And he throws her under the bus. And she get, takes the fall. And she goes to jail and he gets oh. off scot-free. So both of them basically got screwed by the men in their life. And they're, right. like, the real master criminals, but they keep getting hosed. So anyway, they go to prison and they meet each other. And then they... They, they hatch a play to break out and get, get revenge. They to break out and get revenge. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's pretty good. And so they break out, and then they systematically go around and get all the people who screwed them over and, like, basically and like, that, get revenge. The girl, of. the second girl, she hooks back up with that guy. Oh, and I know. Like, she, her again. I know. She's so stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> so stupid. It's like, he, he left her, and then... Yeah. So he's, like, running this other oh. scam with this... Like uh, some she's like a queen or, of something. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, rich in society, high in society, but she's, like... Eats people, like yeah. drinks their blood, and it's like weird. But um, yeah, he's like, "Oh, baby, I was just doing this, and I was gonna." Or he goes, "You know," he goes, "They pulled me, they kidnapped me before I was supposed to meet you, because they were supposed to meet back up after the last thing, mm-hmm. and they didn't." And he was like, "Yeah, I got kidnapped, and now I'm working this other scam, but I still love you." Yeah, and she totally <laughs> falls for it too, until he screws her over again, and then finally she figures it out. That was great oh, at the end, God. though, when uh, he gets his yeah, when he gets his. It is nice when he finally gets. But, but uh, yeah, no, it's fun. It's like a, I mean, the art's really good because it's Mateo Scalero, and the story's just moves really fast. It's yeah. fun. Characters it's, are fun. Yeah, it's just like a Mark. It's Miller. a Mark Miller it's formula. Good. He's got. So a does formula. it have like a twist in at the end or whatever? Is there a big twist no no, no there's really. not like a super big well twist. i guess maybe that guy's but you kind of maybe that guy screwing her over would be the twist at the i end, guess but so but you kind of saw that coming you kind of see it coming way. but you didn't know for sure i guess you know what i mean it like, doesn't have a big twist like it usually does no. okay. it feels a little more like I think straightforward the, there i think twist. sort of the not really a big twist but maybe a bigger you know is the cliffhanger that it Sharp ties into sharky oh, because okay. I read Sharky too. See, I didn't I buy read Sharky, Sharky before. I, read I don't that. care for the artist on Sharky. Oh man, that's uh, Simone Bianchi. Simone Bianchi, yeah, he's that dude's crazy. <sighs> so good. I don't love his art, and just in person, he's kind of a weirdo. Well, he's Italian. He's yeah, like a, he's a little strange. He's a what do you call it? Like, I mean, he's fine, but he's I just a don't. Classically trained. I don't really care like, for his art. Italian painter. But I'm that glad somehow that found his way into comic comics. I hear you. <laughs> and he was gone for a long time. Dude's kind of cuckoo. Back. Well, he's an Italian classically trained artist. artist who works in comic books. So he clearly is cuckoo. I think he makes most of his money on painting. I'm like, sure he does. That's probably true. Because yeah. Yeah. he really did disappear for a while. Did he? He was pretty big. Like when we went to... You just yeah. got pulled that one out? And when we, about? we went to Sharky? You can't find it. Oh, I don't know. I'll do it. I read. I'll do a quick one. I read Plain Janes. Oh, yeah, Did you buy Plain Janes? No. Jim Rugg? No. No, but I am. Is this new? This has been around for a while, hasn't it? So they put out two volumes of Plain Janes through uh, that Minx imprint that DC was doing for that a while. Almost looks like Paper yeah. Girls. The cast of Paper Girls. 
and so so this is those two volumes plus they did a new volume all together in one so it's basically three stories and jim's such a cool design guy the first story is in blue second story is in pink and the third story is in like a teal or whatever so it's green so it's isn't teal and green like the same? Teal is like a blue, isn't it? It's a blue green. Sure. But anyway, um, so I didn't read the first two because I'd already read them, so I just read the last one. And yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's it's. I'm definitely not the target audience. It's really aimed at probably like a a preteen girl type thing because it's about these girls, and they have like a group, and they're all of them. Their name is Jane, and this they're is like right up your alley, though, dude. Yeah. Are they not getting braces? Is no, they're, not, they're definitely not getting braces. Is that why you didn't like it? And so they're like a, they're slightly older than that, so Never it's not quite as appealing. And uh, dude, I was on the cusp of that. Raina Tegelmeyer is like probably the best-selling comic book artist on the planet right now, and I I was on the cusp, dude. I was the first first one. You were the first teenage girl to read Smile. <laughs> Exactly. So don't even, don't even, dude. I was on the cusp. But anyway, plain James. Are, though. I try anyway, to, I try to judge this what's group of James. By what, uh, they're buys. super into like art, and so they form like an art collective, and they like do like all this like street art, but then they work with the government, the local city government. They get like their park where they can do art, and so they're super into art. So it's really about you know, art and expressing yourself and different ways to do art and make it, like, you know. And so the one main character, she's super into, like, she wants to go to art school, you know. So it's just kind of like girls in high school, you know, into art type of thing. But so, it's all right. It's entertaining. It's well done. Jim Rugg, obviously, is a good, yeah. great storyteller. So, I mean, he keeps it moving pretty good. And visually, it's very Visually, I bet you it's really pretty good, yeah. So, is I mean. The, is, this I, is the new book that he's Correct. Yeah, about, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he spent, like, a few months. Probably like a few months where he drew this last book to go into this, you know, trifecta of three stories together. And that, uh, yeah, and they got a pretty good publisher, Little Brown, I think, is a, I think they're a pretty big name in publishing. They publish a lot of books. Gotcha. But. Anywho, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like I said, I'll buy anything Jim Rugg does, even if it is about teenage girls doing art in high school. But uh, yeah, it's good. Okay. Like I say, I don't think... I have, once I get cut up, I'm not I'll quite the target audience. Or I might buy a copy. I'd much rather read more Street Angel, but it's just what he, is he going to make, then I guess that's what I'll read. Right. What is Pisker doing now? He's doing some... Some weird horror book or something, right? Yeah, I think he really got caught like up in Like Red the, Room or something? Or? I don't know what it is, but I think he got caught up in the whole, what do they call it, the outlaw stuff? Oh, okay. So if you look at it, it's really... He's trying to do something like that. Yeah, he's trying to do like an 80s outlaw, okay. black and white, gory, over the top horror. Gotcha. I, what I understand. Gotcha. But yeah, he hasn't been... I'm not real clear on what it is. I don't know. Other than what you just said. Yeah. Alright, cool. Alright, Sharky. I, I oh man, you made him dig out Sharky? Oh, what did we do? There. Middle West. We've all read Middle West. There were, I can't do that. Well, you can do that one next. Well, Sharky's not. So basically. Sharky's like only like five is issues. Is he a space bounty time. hunter? Yeah, he is. He's kind of like a Lobo oh. character, but this is very much, oh, really? now that I think about it, it's very much like the Mandalorian. Because, so he's like. like up with crappy art. God, Actually, this art is pretty cool. His art is very cool. His art is it's awesome. It's not my style. The Mandalorian. Um, it actually is pretty good. So it's so, kind of I mean, got a little bit of a Western vibe. I take it back. No, it's more of Simone the... Bianchi's awesome. Or yeah, exactly. Hunter. I don't know what your It does say is. Sharky the Bounty Hunter, so I guess... This is would... better than his Marvel stuff. Yeah. Um, 
No, and I mean that in the way that, like, I don't... So this is, like, three, four, five, and six. I read one and two a long time ago, but... Um, I don't know what you're talking about. It's basically, he's a bounty hunter, and he ends up with a kid, a girl. Oh. Is he, like, dog the so, bounty hunter, but in space? Yes. Exactly. No, it's, dog the bounty hunter. It's like the Mandalorian. Yeah, well, I mean, because there's a kid involved. That's all I'm saying. And so oh, there is a kid involved. Yeah, like Lone Wolf and he, Cub. He, yeah, it's kind of like a Lone Wolf and Cub Mandalorian in, in space. space. And so, I mean, basically, it's this. There's a. It's more of a kind of a screw over story too. There's like this. this looks pretty wordy for Miller. bounty or kindergarten cop or something like that or whatever else. Dude, you know what? Person. I didn't bring. You know what is wordy as hell? That just look at this. Does that look appealing? Terrible. Too many words. The last arc of it's Thief. Mark Miller. Come I on. don't love. I know he's not usually that wordy. The last mm. arc of Thief of Thieves. Oh, oh my God. Yes. That was bad. It was, it was like pages yes. of text. Who it is was. that dude? And that story that they... is too complicated. Oh, I know. It's just fucking. Do stupid. we really need like? I dude, didn't did need you really need to take that tangent? <laughs> issues to set up this heist. They could have done it in two. Uh, and there's these two brothers who are like oil bearers. Yes. Like the rich ones. And, and they each and had some type of in. weird freaking, It's so you know, convoluted and you're reading and your mind just like numbs yeah. out and you don't even know I'm what's going like, on. You don't care. You just yeah. power through and it's like, I just want to be done. Oh, yes. I cared. Like, I almost really? stopped. Like, I just well, no, I did too. I just powered through. I just kept going. But I did. I powered through. I did too. Oh, my God. That last I just don't care about the story. because That last arc was not very good. Oh, it was horrible. It was the worst. I don't know how that book went from really good, and it slowly went this, and they just dived off the cliff on that last arc. I don't even know who that guy was that wrote the last arc. It wasn't Asmus? No, it was somebody I'd never even heard of. I'm like, are you just trying to splash your name? Oh, my God. It was bad. But anyway... So Sharky is. So like, that you got rid of Drew. You're gonna right. go. I don't talk really about Sharky. I don't really remember exactly how the story goes. I just remember there was like this Brad big. Lewis. Yeah. Have you ever heard of him? No. No. Probably, probably never won't. again. <laughs> like the worst. Did he have like some dirt on Kirkman? Hey Kirkman, let me write no your last story. I got a great idea. But he, there's well, this bounty. Quit, right? He's a bounty hunter, like and there's like this. Tree, I don't think did Kirkman ever write it. I think he always did it. Maybe he did the first, first one. Right. But then he had like writers. Look come what in. you did. We're just like interrupting the shit so because but you started that tough tangent. Now we'll. Uh... But Sharky is the you know the bounty hunter, the guy on the run with the kid, got the heart he, of gold type of thing. Yeah, kind of. Any big twist comes at the end? around. Well, sort of, with the bounty, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> there was, like, this big bounty that was, like, the biggest bounty in the world. Are the space bandits in it at the end? No, they're not. But oh. that, that green, but this Yehu the green is... creature at the end, the green girl, that's the girl, yeah. kid or whatever, that's the at the yoke? last page of space bandits. space bandits, and you can see Sharky in the back. So, okay. when they do the Space Bandit Sharky crossover, will Simone Bianchi draw one page and Mateo Square will draw the next one? That would one be really and... cool. Do like a Image United yeah, thing where. Cool. where um, Their styles don't mix at all. Where Mateo would draw all of the bandit, the Space Bandit. But I tell you what, if they do a Sharky Space Bandit and Simone Bianchi draws it, I'm out. Hmm. You just said that the art was good. It is, but it's also not. You going to talk Middle West? Yeah, we can talk Middle Go West. Go for it. I got caught up. I on know this one a little bit. West. Have you read 14? No, we really didn't. Probably not quite there, but I bet you we... So we probably got 10. 10? Yeah, 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 yeah. You buy trades? Yeah. Oh, you buy trades. Yeah. Okay, so what... We read that one. 
with that's the father with who's his, like father the crazy dude yeah, yeah who's and then like the next one we read where they end up at the asshole. camp where they're like slave labor yeah and that's yeah. where we stopped we didn't really get into the camp too much yeah so maybe issue 11 or 12 hmm so they did 11 issues in a trade well, uh, two, two trades, trades. Yeah. I don't know how it was broken up Okay. Well, anyway, I would assume that to, you actually got up Jesus. to twelve. But I'm up to fourteen. You're up to fourteen, um, so you're a little bit ahead of us. Yeah. What do you think of it, though? It's you're good. Gonna, well, I liked it? it. I was the one. I read it before any of you guys did. Really? And, and <laughs> wow. I did. I read the first couple issues and I brought it in and showed it to you guys, and you were like blown away by the artwork. And I was talking about the artwork. That probably would be true. I do like. I started the Middle, the Middle West. I do like the Middle West artwork. I started the Middle West train, sir. I just fell off in the middle, and now I'm ahead. And now you're beating well, us again. I was always gonna pick it up in trade. I know. It's like you sold me on it. Well, something. no, but I'm saying I was the first one to talk about it. I brought in the artwork. Uh, right. the but book. you're digging. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it think, seems to. What's dude, how's this art going here at the at the prison camp or whatever? It's good. It's good. Okay. I don't remember what you guys read up to, but yeah. no, no, it's they okay. Just they, the they just got to the prison camp. They just got there. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they the spent. I don't know what, what it is. is. It's like they're making these kids pick like weird yeah, plants but, or something. Yeah, well, it's the <laughs> like fuel. pink glowing fuel. Yeah, it's all the fuel because they, they talk about. Do they talk about like the safety at all? Yeah. He's, and I think he kills some well, kids. Of course, there's an accident. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I see. But I do vaguely remember that. I think at the end of 14, he's finally had enough of the shit, and he's ready to... He's about ready to explode, cause, huh? Well, because what happens is they, like, uh, the, the main guy comes to him, and he's like... Because I think one of the guys dies in an accident, and he saves him or puts him out, but he's like... Anyway, he comes to him and says, I want to promote you. To be the foreman, so I'm gonna pay you, like I'm gonna hire you on, and you'll get paid, and you can run a crew. And then his little crew of people, of friends that are there, are like, well, you're backstabbing me, and blah blah blah. Or, you know, why would you work for him? And he's like, because man, if I get on the inside, then that's how we get out. <laughs> so he's like planning a power, and then yeah. try to get away, but. Uh, Cool. But no, I mean, the whole world, the story, everything, I mean, the artwork. You're enjoying it? The artwork is just, it just really blows is, me away. Good, it, but but it? Scotty Young do, doing the writing, I mean, the world that they've created is great. I mean, it's almost like, it's kind of like, I hate Fairyland, but like a more serious, you know, and obviously oh, not as bloody yeah, and gory and all. It's funny because he, he did all the Oz books, you know, I hate Fairyland. Right. And then he's got this book, which is kind of in the middle. In the middle. Yeah. It's, like, like, I hate the Wizard of Oz it's not quite as funny, it. but it's like more serious than Wizard of Oz. But like, yeah. yeah. Which, it's interesting. I don't know if like I can, a shtick. I don't know, but I was talking to Kyle Strong. Yeah. And he and Scotty are, are doing a, good book. a book. And he's been posting art from it. Oh, has he? Kyle Strong has. Okay, I haven't seen that, but I was talking to him, and I guess he was saying that at Planet they're going to announce it. So. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. You going to Planet? I don't know. Okay. They're going to have preview books at Planet. I'll buy one. Yeah. If I can get one. Cool. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. You're going to Planet then, huh? I'm hoping to. I mean, I'm planning to. I might. I kind of need to because I need like uh, Hester to finish the piece he started on my jam piece. Huh? Hester's going to be there? Yes. Is he going to be at Planet? Yeah. Hester's always at Planet. Not is he? always at Planet. Okay. He's always at Planet. He's not always, not he's always at Planet. No, he's not always at Planet. He's always at Planet. Whatever. Name one year he wasn't there. Last, Last year? year? No, he was there. 
remember When that, did he start on your piece? An air cap. Why didn't he finish it? Because it was like 2 o'clock on Sunday and he was getting the hell out of there. Yeah. And he, he like roughed it in. Because I was thought then Kyle would draw spawn, but he didn't have time to draw spawn. So then I was like, all right. So you have to go to Planet to get your two pieces done. Yes, and Baltimore has a commission that he's supposed to have done by then that he's supposed to deliver. That he was supposed to have done an air cap, but he didn't get done. Better be fucking good. Oh, it's fucking awesome. He was working on it at air cap. Cool. What is it? Wolverine fighting the brood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> oh, man, Coke. Jinx. Jinx. Uh, I read Elephant Man, Volume 5. Five, man. Now you have up to Volume 6. Is that the end? You're going to have the single issues from 50 through like 80. Holy shit. So it keeps going, huh? When are you going to bind it? God. How can you have a bind? I'm missing one issue. I'm missing like 52. So Uh, I need to get 52, and then I'm going to bind it all in one. So that's going to screw with all. I was really hoping that. Part of the reason I started buying single issues is because the book wasn't doing very well. And so I thought if I bought single issues, there's one more sales, you know. So right. I would support the book. Your yeah. one sale didn't But then they, then they canceled it anyway. And they never put out any more hardcovers. I would actually have double bought it just to keep the format the same. But he stopped putting out the hardcovers. After six? Yeah. Once okay. you got the, this, these go to 50, I think. and then I think it does, yes. Yeah, and so. then he did. I bought started buying single issues after that, but he never put out hardcovers. So okay. if I get it bound, it's not going to match. I'm going to have to buy, buy my own. I'm going to have to design my own it's dust what cover. What you should do is just rip up all your hardcovers and then just bind it as a giant omnibus. Just bind 80 issues in one giant. I don't think that will work very well. Effing thing. And then it'll be one format, and you'll well, be the only one on the planet. It won't work it. because these have like a funky paper. This has like a super thick paper in it. Thick paper. Yeah, and the really single issues are not that thick. So yeah. that's like four issues in there. What yeah, pretty much. Just about, and it, I'm taking forever to read funky. them. So like this is basically sex, drugs, and elephant men. Yes. So oh, is this where it gets weird? Where it's all about like, because the girl, what's the girl's name? Mickey. Mickey. Can I see it? She gets all, like, drugged out, doesn't she? I love just when you guys put something Uh, up there to show it. And And then you take it and look at it. And then you take it it and look at it. No, more of this one is the fact of the character that's on the back who's, like, some type of killer of Uh, of Elephant Man. It's Red Sonia. Yes. Essentially, yes. And she was, like, a killer during the war. That's seriously Red Sonia. She was, like, a killer during the the big war, and then she's coming back to kill a bunch of them, you know, type thing. And That's like one of the characters they introduced gets killed, and uh, but Hip is sleeping with Mickey. I don't know yeah, that she's yeah, exactly right. stoned out of her mind yet, but I mean, uh, it seems like what's the other guy, Ebony or whatever? Yeah, he gets stoned all the time. He's always taking some type of other wonder drug type thing. So that makes That's it a think. little. But they, you're like right. There is it. some of that druggy stuff though, because Hip takes the yeah. drug and he thinks I, that he's like a. It. A human or something for a day or something weird, so, so that's why I said weird. sex, drugs, and elephant man. Axel well, Metal they have a different, lot of it, but they I was gonna say they I know they bounce around a lot. They bounce Axel around Metal a lot. Is the main dude, hmm. but they have a never bunch even of heard of him. He mostly does elephant man. The big thing with this one though that gets really <laughs> weird is that this is back matter. Oh you know, yeah, and every one of them have that. It's a ton. What is that? Like a cutout naked doll. Oh, naked doll. That sounds cool. I don't know, but maybe I need to relook oh, at that. Oh, nice. You can dress them up. Like the little She's naked because oh, yeah, you have to dress yeah, her up. Yeah, the little dress up the dolls. Yeah, type things. Yeah, that's all in there. Yeah, there's a bra. Oh, yeah. 
Oh my god, and the elephant's naked too. Yep, big elephant <laughs> is there for you. Maybe he's actually a hippo. One. He's a hippo. Not elephant. That's an elephant. That is, but that's a hippo. And that's a hippo. <laughs> so you got the yeah. elephant. Elephant penis. Penis. And a hippo penis. Don's very excited. Who is there? He goes. Who's, he's why did you have him sign it to Rich? I don't. That's already there. It's that was already free. there. It's not a signature. It just looks wow. like it. Oh, look, there's more. There's yes, more. there is. There's a couple more. There's a rhinoceros. There's your elephant penis. There's your elephant penis, yep. There's that naked chick. Mm-hmm. And that naked chick. Yep. Shaky cane. Shaky cane. So are you still liking it then? Or is overall, it too weird for you? Overall, I'm still okay with it. So when they got to 50, they decided they wanted to... At 51, they wanted to make it a little more focused. So the stories are supposed to be a little more compact. Okay, okay. So maybe you'll have to read those and see if... The, the biggest like problem them. I have on this one is you actually can, it does seem like the story's focusing a little bit more, but... You have certain chapters or issues in which it's like a lot of, you know, the art, you know, taking place with, you know, very little language. And then you have other ones in which it's just a freaking book to get through, you know, this issue because there's bubbles all over the damn place and and pretty dense, you know, type things. So so it is kind of weird, you know, you're getting this flow and going, yeah, I'm just moving right along. And it's like, oh, shit, I got five pages now of just shit all over the place to read. So it's uh, Ed McGinnis art. Is Ed McGinnis art? He's in the back of this book. Maybe he says a cover. I was going to say, you could take this to the planet and get Ed to sign it. There you go. But yeah, I still still dig it. Still... Still think it's pretty Ryan good Churchill. overall. Jay Scott Campbell. Yeah, he does a lot of the cover artists. Uh, okay, he just does covers. I think Richard Starkins made so much money off like comic craft, he can just hire whatever he wants. Yeah, just loaded. Is that what it is? Except yeah, he did. He did fonts. That's he where like, he made his money. Yeah, he like invented all the fonts, software, and fonts and stuff, and sold it. He was on the cusp of the digital lettering revolution of comic books. Cool. He's like a cajillionaire. He's like the Bill Gates of comic books. Cajillionaire, but he made enough money to produce this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't know if that. This is an extremely expensive book. He's got Axel Metal and drawing it. Most of it. I don't think he works very expensively. Huh. He's pretty cheap, I think. Yeah, I would imagine. So anyway, but yeah, cool. So you got volume six at home? I do still have volume six. I only got through one of them. That's fine. Because I was you can too busy slow. watching, like, stuff. Well, I should talk about Protector. Did you, you buy Protector, Doc? I did, but I've not read it yet. This book threw me, man. Okay, so I'm reading it, and I flip it open. Why would you and, that? Is that a... That's and it a, says, like, the slave mines of Chicago, Great Lakes region, North America, 3241 A.D. And so I just kind of glanced. I just kind of brushed over that. So I'm reading it, and it feels like it's, like, these weird Indian guys. So I'm like... What time period is this? But yet they've got like white people as like slaves, the Indians do. Like, that's kind of weird. Well, she runs away, she tries to get away, she stumbles into like this pit, and she finds this giant like mecha robot thing, killer thing that's like bonded to her and it's killing all her captors or whatever. Okay. And then it cuts to like now they looks awesome. Now they it yeah does it is. Look pretty dang good. And then uh, and then they basically the Indian tribes are trying to get together to fight this big giant thing she's unleashed or whatever. So that's the basic idea. Is that a Stoko cover? It is a Stoko cover. The main art is uh, Trakhanov. Trakhanov. You know it him? looks good. No, I he know. did that uh, Seven Sins, Seven Deadly Sins book I made you read, the Western. Uh, Remember that one at all? God. Uh, 
don't. But anyway, he's pretty cool. He's got a really cool art style. That's kind of why I, hold it. I, I mostly it bought it for his art. And this, the, I, I didn't really understand what the concept was, but it's kind of a neat concept. I feel like it's, it's all set up, like not much really happens in the first issue. And it's world building, so like, because it is set in the future, like somehow. Is it like, a future or an alternate? Uh, no, it's a future. Okay. Like the the Earth warmed, and so like most of North America became like desert, like, and so everybody kind of shifted up to Canada, and somehow we became more primitive. There's a whole like back matter thing, where it has like the map of the world, you know, and then it's got like little. Okay. I mean, he really went into detail. He's got like these different tribes, uh, and he like describes like, what if the Indians every tribe. So, no. I don't think so. I mean, it could be. I mean, it's set, like, in 3200 3, A.D., so I don't, I guess... Well, I wasn't sure if want. it was, like, they, they decided to... He didn't really go too much into detail about how we got here. Planet of the Apes. It's oh, more like, this is how the world is now. Deal with it. And no. So, anyway, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, the art's really cool. Not much happens. Is there a Statue of Liberty buried in the sand? <laughs> The problem is, is when you have a first issue with this much like world building, it's really hard to, yeah, to get really all that out yet. there. Yeah. Right. So I really don't even know what's going on in this world yet. Like East to West did a pretty good job because Hickman's a master of like really early establishing like the status quo. This book, I don't feel like they established the status quo quite as well, or I wasn't paying enough attention, which is which is possible. possible. But either way, but you know, it's fun so far. I like it. I enjoyed it. You have to pay. Attention. I've already started. I mean, I've already pre-ordered like all the rest. So this oh, matter hell. at this point. Right. I mean, it's not like oh, it's not any good. I guess. I'm so wrong. I think it is a bit of a limited series. Well, I assume it is. I don't know. It could potentially go for longer. I'm guessing okay. it's not gonna. It's an image title. It's an image title. You should uh, go for hell. A few. That means it's only like six episodes or six. So this back. comes out of my way, way, way back machine. I don't know where the hell I stashed these. Oh from wow, like twenty thirteen. Spider-Man? Matt Kent did a Spider-Man story? Yeah, back in 2013. Hmm, I remember that. It was a five-issue... How was it? It was good. Is Spider-Man a spy? The art (laughs) in this... No, he's a Boy Scout. No, the art in this is crazy. It's like Sienkiewicz, like... It's Marco Rudy. Yeah, I don't know who that dude is, but... It's more like Marco Smartini. And it really fits the story, so basically... this, This is like... My impression of this book is it's Matt Kent's, um, uh, what was it, uh, Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah. And the artwork kind of... Fits that. Fits that. So, basically, it's called 99 Problems is, like, the name of the story. And, and um, Spider-Man ain't one. Right. So, he wakes up and, uh, he goes to, like, do a story, take oh, photos wow. or something. And uh, it was very, very Sienkiewicz-y. And very... So, basically, he has to fight all of his villains. Like, he keeps going. So, he finds out Arcade is behind this, but Arcade's not the one who's behind it. He just devised everything. So, he goes from... He goes on a plane, and there's, like, eight bad guys on the plane, and he's got to beat those guys. And then when he beats that, the plane crashes, and then he's in the ocean, and he gets picked up by a submarine, and there's, like, eight bad guys on the submarine. So he fights those guys. And then he just fights his way through all this stuff, and he gets to the end, and he figures out that it, it must be Kingpin, because he's the only one that can have have the money and the ability to do can all have this. all these bad guys. And it's actually Kingpin's son and Kingpin working together. 
and they they were like, well, all Can these guys are bad guys, and they keep getting out. So we basically did it so that you could hire or you could beat them, and then they finally go back to prison. <laughs> but we paid for it. But so it's it's really cool. It moves really fast. It's really fast paced. It's a lot of action. The design is like insane. The art's insane. It's like all over the page. Insane. Place. There's no panels. It's just like just I. It's I liked it a lot. It's very. The story is cool, and the artwork works really well. And you said um, this came out like 20 years ago? Yeah. 2013. 20, 20, 20 years ago, Scott. <laughs> I don't know. They got set aside somewhere, like in a different pile, in like a box. <laughs> they just disappeared, and I'm like going through stuff to read. Going, and I'm hey, like, Scott, what the hell is this? I'm like, oh, hey, I think look. he read it before and forgot no, about it. No, I didn't. And forgot about it, <laughs> and then found it, and then he reread it. And he's like, this is brand this new. Is I never read this. No, thing I ever. I didn't say it was brand new. Well, no, oh, new no. to him is what you but said. But you were like, I'm pretty sure he read it before and forgot. It looks familiar. I think. I was like saving up to get all five of them it looks before familiar. I read it. Yeah, it does. I was so saving up to get all five. Like, I've never read it. You've never read it? The cover just looks familiar. Huh. I think I heard Don talk about it on a podcast before. <laughs> You're going to go dig through the archives. Anyway, the archives. See, wait, Don? It's wait, back wait, in 2014. Way to go, Matt Kent, seven years ago on a good Spider-Man story. Oh. Ooh. Um, oh, it's the color one. This is Usagi Ojimbo Color Classics. Are you buying that? I did, but I don't know if I'm going to continue. Did you what? read the first one? I have not. Okay. I have all this stuff. Why well, I, I do, too. Is and this so, the, the so beginning, beginning? I thought it would be like the very first published Usagi Ojimbo story in color, but it's not. Dark Horse? I don't know what it is, because um, I don't have that in my brain. But it's basically, it's like his origin story. It, it okay. talks about his training, like when he was a little Usagi and he trained with this cool lion head guy, dude. Uh -huh. And so it's that story, and it's the first part of it, because it's like a two-parter. And so... Maybe it's going to go in chronological order as opposed to um, published Publisher. order. I don't know. But anyway, um, I enjoy the color. I know you said you're not a big fan of Yusaki in color. Yeah. But um, I think it's cool. And, you know, I don't have these in single issues. And so it's kind of cool to kind of, kind of flashback. Don't get them and get them color. I have, like, the big hardcover that Fanographics put out. Yeah. And then I have some that's, of the other That stuff, stuff, right? That's the single issue stuff? That's all the Fanographics stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's, single issues. It's a big hardcover. I know, but I'm saying it's the stuff from the single issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. you have it. I do. But I don't know if this was in that or if this was in the Dark Horse stuff or where gotcha. this was at. So I have no idea. But I it mean, was, I, either way, it wasn't in color. Right. Uh, exactly. So I'm curious how far they're going to go with these color classics. I think it's kind of a neat idea. So. I don't even have all of the single issues. I have a lot of them, but I know yeah. I have a few. Well, I had the... Because uh, well, I started buy it. And I had the Fanographics thing. Got away from it. And then Dark Horse started putting out cool hardcovers, but I missed the boat on that. So you can't get the first one because it's out of print and it's super expensive. So that's done. So I bought a bunch of them digitally, I think, where I was reading them. Because Dark Horse used to have these digital sales. So I bought yeah. a bunch of them and I read a bunch of them. Well, digitally. I have all of the Dark Horse. Because when Dark Horse... When he started at Dark Horse, I, I bought it. Yeah. They went through like Fanographics and then they did like Image Mirage. Mirage. And Mirage. And image. I don't think it was ever at Image. I believe. But it might have been. Unless I'm thinking I think it went Mirage. I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did go to Image, but you saw you do that. Okay. But anyway, um, so it's kind of cool. I don't know. Like I say, I don't know why I'm buying it. I like Usagi Ojimbo. Like What's cool about Usagi Ojimbo, we talked about all that other stuff. You can really just pick any Usagi Ojimbo book yeah, up and read it. It's absolutely. fairly, you know, uh, self-contained most of the time. I mean, there's obviously characters that reoccur and stuff, but 
you don't need but any of that back history. Just, okay. yeah, You're not really. It's not like an overarching story that you right. have to catch. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. so. Yeah, you can pop And this in. would be a great jumping well, on point. If you like the new one, you could go back and read this. And if you never read this, It does, because, I mean, it does have history. There, there is, are characters, there but are, you don't but need it. You don't right. need it. Yeah. It does add a little layer to it right. if you have it, but it's definitely not that so You'll get much of enjoyment out of it without knowing all that. I have a question for you yes, about sir. Soggy. Okay. So I was oh, listening boy. to a different another podcast, and they were doing their best of show or of the year or whatever. Okay. And one of the categories was whatever, all ages comics. Oh, yeah. And Yusaki Yojimbo was on their list for yeah. all age comics. I can see that. Really? There's a, it's brutal, dude. There's a but lot it of... It doesn't show anything. It's just killing, but they like... They it's do like cartoons. They do the like cartoony. Like, pretty... like, look at this. They're like... It's oh, like Looney Tunes. Look. I mean, it is like Looney Tunes. Look at that guy's face. He's like, oh, look, I just got stabbed. You know, I mean, it's... I mean, I okay. guess it's violent. I mean, I, mean, I could go either way, but I just... I, know, I gave like, it to Zach when he was like nine, and yeah, I wasn't too worried about oh, it's it. Pretty, when you start to read some of the old stuff, you're like, oh, it's pretty... You saw pretty me? brutal. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's the same thing as Gru. Like, Gru's killing people, but it's, like, cartoony, and so you don't care. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, mean... It's, like, itchy and it scratchy. It it's didn't fine. like It didn't, like, piss me off that they did that, but I was just like, yeah, I think it's, I all, know, it's kind of on the fence. It's a little on the fence. I just think most younger kids probably aren't going to like it because it's a little... There's so much history, and there's, like, a lot of terms that they won't know because he uses all the Japanese terms. Yeah, but he puts a little asterisk. He does. I just think most it. kids don't have the attention span for that crap. <laughs> That's my opinion. Hell, as an adult, I don't have that attention Well, exactly. Span. And so I just, I don't, I mean, it's a great all-ages comic, I guess, but I don't think it's really that appealing. I mean, they'd much rather read Smile about Kid with Braces. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's going to be way more appealing than you all right, so... This is, I pulled a bonehead, and you guys are going to make we fun of laugh. me. Yes, we're going to make fun of it again. So see what issues <laughs> yeah. are there. One. Oh, my God. Five. Five. Six. You yeah, missed four. You, have. you missed three two, issues. So apparently. And you still read this? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I must have, like, bought the first issue and then decided I didn't want to buy it anymore. <laughs> And then forgot that I didn't want to buy it anymore, so then I ordered five and six. <laughs> I guess is what happened. I guess. But I was the thing, buying these. I've got to. I've got I number read, one. I read the first issue. Did you like it? And I liked it so much that I was like, you know what? I don't even give a crap about two, three, and four. I'm going to read five <laughs> and six and see if I really like it. And then I might buy a trade of it or go back. It's good, man. The art's good, so... Oh, God. Um, and I've never heard of this guy. But Oleg the, Okunev? So... Imagine that. Basically... You haven't heard of Oleg? This Okunev? story is... Pestilence? Yes. So, the bubonic plague... So, not the, the art I was expecting. <laughs> it's good, though, right? Four horsemen? <laughs> well, the cover makes it look like it's all, like, dark and photographed and grainy. And then you look in, it's like a... It's like Humberto Ramos or something. Kind of, sort of. Like, Rainbow Bright? <laughs> so this is set back in the... Humberto uh, Ramos. In, oh, in I know. Uh, he did Crimson. Yes. Very good. So this is set back in the Crusades. Good job. Yeah. You're learning. I'm There's learning. There's in here. Yeah. This is set back like in the Crusades. Well, that should like sell it immediately to Drew, and, doesn't it? Right. Because he has the cut out <laughs> new, naked paper dolls. <laughs> That's true. 
I'm surprised that he didn't cut them out and play with them. That they were actually <laughs> still in the thing. That would have been great if you. If were, like, I did cut them out and play with them, I would have dressed them. That would have been great if you were like reading through and it was all cut uh, out, and you're like, yeah. "What was this?" <laughs> um, anyway, we so, I don't know what kind of review time. this is going to be. Review <laughs> this is going to be if you miss two, three, and four. I know. Actually, it's not that bad. It wraps you up can, fairly nice. It must have been fairly <laughs> decompressed. Then, like you missed three issues and be <laughs> like. Eh. The way everything's decompressed nowadays, you really don't need <laughs> just to move right back up. Story. It's all good. <laughs> so, it's set back in the whatever. No, you're not going to review this book. Yes, I am. You didn't even read all of it. I, I read enough. I got it. You read enough to recommend. And they it, do right? little recaps oh, in the God. thing. So, because I, I was like reading it, and they show all the characters. Hence the reason you could buy five and, and six. And then at the end, five, and like, the, oh. when I get into five, it's like that character's not there. So I flip back, and then it says, oh, this character died previously, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So and go, well, that explains it. So it's set in the Crusades. It's basically the, 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 the bubonic plague or whatever that was spread by the rats that killed, like, billions of people, like, oh, back right, in the day. Yeah. yeah, the Black Plague. Yeah, it wasn't rats. It, it was a cover-up by the church. And they were actually zombies. Well, I thought they said historically it wasn't rats either. It but it dogs. wasn't zombies. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But <laughs> well, this well, was book, it dogs? I don't know. <laughs> but this book, it's not. It's a cover-up because it was zombies. Uh -huh. And like some might, might have been like some offshoot or some crazy wing of the church like actually caused the zombies and started the plague. So then they, they do a cover-up. And so the story is about a group of like five or six people. They're kind of like a band. And they go around and they like work for the church, but they're kind of like the, they're kind of like the Suicide Squad for the church. Like they go out and do like missions for the so church. They're evil. Well, no, they're not evil, but they're doing, doing missions. No, they're not so. evil. They're doing, but that that's like they're the little group. They're like the splinter cell for like the church that goes out and takes care of problems and stuff. Okay. And they find out that this is all a cover up, and so then they're starting to fight the zombies. And then at the end of whatever the last issue I bought six like it kind of ends the arc and I don't know if it came back or not but it leaves it <laughs> where they're going to I bought this a while ago dude. no you're know? all good but anyway I liked it it, it was a cool story it was written issues, well did not I did, come back I didn't miss, I didn't miss. <laughs> well, probably because Dodge is buying issues no I missed I missed two three it's all guarantees Dodge. they're like I don't know why our sales dropped off like two three and four <laughs> but then they spiked up on five and six this doesn't make any sense. Who's, who's buying five and six, but not two, three, and four? Is there somebody out there? Is this guy in Kansas that bought five and six? I mean, I think I was probably sold like two thousand copies. Those, two, those, those one copy of that two, three, and four really threw him for a loop. <laughs> anyway, it was a little experiment that I did. I mean, it's like, you know, do you really need to read everything? To Apparently get story? not. You don't. You don't. You, do not. you should try that. All right. The next time you have like eight issues of something, read one and two. <laughs> Only read the first three, two. four, and five. <laughs> the last two. You could not have skipped stuff. issues of this and made no, any sense of it. No, you could not have. Did Mr. it make sense Miracle. if you read all of it? Kind of. Yeah. What did so, you think? I liked it. Did you? I liked it quite a bit. Really? I give it like, I don't know, nine out of ten or something. Very good. So yeah, it's very good. Uh, Tom King, Mitch Gerads did Mister Miracle. Um, I see why they won Eisner. They tried to do a lot of uh, kind of experimental things and kind of make it different. 
Hmm. In some ways, it felt like they were, it was a little contrived. Like, I mean, they were trying a little too hard, maybe. You know, that they were experimenting. Did it make you sad? Did you cry? Uh, no. It didn't really make me sad. That's kind of sad. Is it? Why was it sad? In parts. It's a sad book. So it starts out with, uh, you know, I'm not going to give the history of Mr. Miracle. Because they give that in like the first three pages, they give you like a rundown. So you don't actually need to know anything about Mr. Miracle. Well, but it starts out with Mr. Miracle committing suicide or attempting suicide. And then they don't really explain why he attempted suicide. But anyway, then he kind of bounces back. His wife kind of helps nurse him back to health. And there's a big war going on. He gets recruited. So basically Orion, who's now the High Father, the High Father dies. So Orion takes over. And so Orion is the king of the new genesis and then dark side is the king of apocalypse and they're at war so there is this big war mr miracle gets kind of dragged in because he's one of the royal families who gets dragged in to help fight the war he's so it's got kind of a thing about like you know the toll war takes on people and then the soldiers back at home i kind of got that feeling a little bit but yet he committed suicide before he was even in the war i assume he had been in the war before but anyway so anyway so it's about the war and then um he's married and then Basically, he gets accused of being a traitor, and he's on trial, and he gets sentenced to death, and so it does this weird thing where, like, for three days, he's, like, awaiting for his death sentence, you know, with his wife. They're spending, like, their last three days together because he has to go report for his death sentence or whatever. But then at the last minute, they decide, oh, we're not going to do that, so they fight, you know, and they basically fight back and kill Orion, I think, and whatever, and then they take over, and then they take over the war, and... Like I say, it goes a lot of places. But at that point, also, Big Barda announces that she's pregnant. And so then they have, like, a baby boy or whatever. And so there's a whole thing. And so it's kind of like Saga in that, like, it really delves into the minutia of having a, a newborn child, you know. And it kind of talks a lot about that. And they're dealing with that while all these, like, superhero-type, you know, war things are going on. So it's interesting how it brings it, like, down to earth. And if you've had children, like us, we all have children, we've gone through that newborn stage, you can really relate to it. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. or maybe you're in the throes of it now. So, like, if you have a newborn, this book would be awesome for you because you would totally be like, totally, this is, I got two hours of sleep last night, you know, that kind of thing. So, anyway, it's it's really good. I guess reading some reviews afterwards, there's a lot of things I didn't get. Like, there's that thing where all throughout the book, like, there's a panel that says Dark Side is, Dark Side is... I don't totally know what they're trying to accomplish with that, you know. Dark side is everything, because dark side is. I guess. I don't but, know. And then there's a whole thing, like, some of the online thing I was reading, because they were like, well, did, when he killed himself, did he really die, and he's in his, like, own alternate universe? Yeah. It's like, I didn't really get that. Is I guess you could. Dream? I guess you could interpret it that way. I mean, it didn't really seem like yeah. that. But I guess maybe, I don't know, I guess that's the big, like, almost, uh, what's that movie that Nolan did, uh, Started with like an uh, I. In, uh, Inception. Inception, yeah. It almost tries to pull like an Inception at the end. Is, it all, is it all just in his head or maybe it doesn't matter? Right. And there's that guy, like his promoter, because he's like a escape artist, right? He does like shows and stuff, like Funky Flashman or whatever, you know? That's, yeah, it's like Stan Lee. I know. But, <laughs> which was stupid because Stan Lee had nothing to do with the gods or whatever. But anyway, um, so Funky Flashman's for the first like three or four issues, at one point I thought Funky Flashman was just a figment of his imagination, you know what I mean? But then at some point he's like watching the kid or whatever, so apparently he is a real guy, and Bart is acknowledging that he's it's, there too. It, 
It could so, be a giant mind. So at that point, point, well, yeah, the whole thing could be a giant mind thing, but yeah, I don't know what that would accomplish. But anyway, it's really well done. What's good about it is like he uses these cool like nine panel grids. Mitch Gerard's artist does, and um, and like he really does some interesting things with the art, and you know uses color very well to kind of contrast things and stuff. So I mean, it's just like a super cool put together book and very well thought out. I mean, like I said, I think. They're definitely sometimes it feels like they're trying a little too hard to be yeah. like you know artsy and be something different, right. but it works for the most part, it works really well and it's very well done. It's a cool book. Yeah. I think Scott should read it. I think you'd enjoy really? it. I don't know, yeah. I think Scott would enjoy it. What but Scott would totally enjoy this. Okay, well, you know Scott better than I do. I just don't, doesn't jump me out. That uh, doesn't jump out at me as a Scott book. Scott but. would dig it. So anyway, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good uh, accomplishment in the comics. I think they did some interesting things and tried to kind of push the boundary a little bit. And so yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. Sorry, I probably talked about that too long. No, it was. Uh, I'll do. One Is that kind of how you felt? Scott. Like, did... yeah, it's been a while since I read it, uh, yeah, and it was hard. really like when I. It's read definitely it... one of those books you read, and right after you read it, you're like, I kind of want to read it again because yeah. I feel like. I'll get a lot more the second time. Yeah, it's throwing was, so much at you. Yeah, and it seemed very. I don't want to use. It's the word jarring. Meta, but it was. It just, is very meta. It is. I guess it is meta, but it was just kind of like I read it and I'm like, "What did I just read?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I couldn't really digest it all the way, and I'm just like, like, because I was like, "You is like, did he kill himself?" And this is all whatever, or is this all in his head? Is he crazy? Because they kind of portray him as kind of not Off. really all there. Like yeah. he is kind of crazy and. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just remember liking it when I yeah. read it, and it was very odd all over the yeah. place. Like, yeah. it didn't seem like it ended, and I went, oh, okay, so this is what happened. I understand everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't really understand it. Um, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I do. I know exactly what you're talking it, about. Maybe we should yeah. let Scott read it. We need to Scott, let Scott read it. He'll figure it out. Scott figures oh, right, everything right, out right, and exactly. he'll explain it to us. Yes, that's why I want Scott to read it. <laughs> I, the, there's only two reasons why I want to talk about this book. Because Conan's in it? Conan. Um, so that's the dumbest thing I, I think I've ever heard is that Conan is in it. Until. He's actually in it? Until I get to the point where Conan pulls the baddest ass move that I've ever seen in a Marvel comic book in a long fucking time. So okay. it's got Wait Wolverine. The lead. It's got Wolverine. It's got uh, Hulk. No, Hulk's, Captain America. No, those they're guys. on the cover. No, but they're not in the. They're not on the team. <laughs> what? So it's Hulk. Lady Electra. Venom. No, it's Hulk. Electra. Is that Electro Venom? Yeah. Hulk, it's, a ben, it's a carna Punisher? Carna, it's Brother Voodoo? Are you going to let me talk or are you going to keep asking? Keep asking. They did, a, they did a special. You know how Marvel does like uh, themed um, alternate covers? Oh, yeah. The month? That was the Carnage Carnageized theme. cover. And so I bought the Carnageized wow. cover and it was. Ooh. I don't know what's stupider that they do that or that I know. you bought it. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> I thought the art looked cool. That's why I picked that one. Normally, I don't buy those because it yeah. sucks because you can't even tell what comic it is or issue it is. Cool. You got three time. minutes to wrap it up. All right. So three minutes to wrap Conan, Wolverine, Elektra, Punisher, oh, Brother Voodoo. All, <laughs> You're wasting your time. All fight Kulan Gath. 
Okay. Remember Kool-Aid Gas? I know like Kool-Aid Gas. Ironically, I'm actually reading the original Robert E. Howard Conan stories right now. Uh, so. Wow. Is Kool-Aid Gas a, a Conan villain? I don't think so. Okay. Well, he might have been. I don't know. So... I know who Kula Gath is. Though. So, Doctor Strange... Are you missing issue one? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I read it a while ago. Okay. I read it. <laughs> okay, you just, read it. So, you have... This it. is the run that I read okay. for this book. Or no, it's all good. Podcast, but... Uh, I just thought after your last review so, that you, like, didn't buy issue one. Yeah, right. That's meant the new me. Oh, we lost it. What happened? We lost what? This potty casty thing. Huh? The we're thing. Not, we're not... What happened to him? Well, he's still on Facebook Live. Yeah. And we're yeah. still hearing all so, this, but he lost his recording, too. So, what Conan... Happens? How did it go Sonic, Conan gets... Don the the Venom. Gets the Venom symbiote, somehow. This book is not the greatest. <laughs> really? I'm a big Punisher fan. And Punisher's in it. Okay. And, and, but it's got some good stuff. But So, they're fighting this... They're fighting this monster... And Wolverine's in it, and Wolverine is hacking this thing, and it keeps regenerating, and they can't kill it enough to kill it. So he's and so Wolverine, striking Wolverine. So Wolverine it's takes Wolverine's both of his claws, and he shoves it into the head of this thing, but his claws won't go all the way in, so he's like stuck there. He can't penetrate the guy's brain, right? Okay. So Conan has the Venom symbiote. Okay. So he... Turns into he he conjures up a, a Mjolnir, a Thor's hammer. Okay. It's not actually Mjolnir, but it's a a venom. It's a hammer, hammer. made out of a symbiote. And he takes the hammer and smashes Wolverine's arm to shove his claws farther into this thing to kill it. Okay. And he's like, Does it work? Yeah, but he has to do it like several times, and it's like killing Wolverine because he's doing it. But it doesn't make Wolverine. any sense because Wolverine has I mean, adamantium bones. Exactly it's not like they're right. breaking. But apparently, I've just never seen anybody use a hammer to drive Wolverine's claws into, into something. something. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's nice. Um, and then, so they kind of, the whole team kind of ties up the Kool-Aid Gap thing. And then they go away, but then it's kind of cool for like a couple issues because uh, the Punisher and Conan kind of hit it off because Brink is interested in Krom because Conan keeps talking about Krom and and Brink Castle's like, who's this Krom guy? And so they, they kind of go on this trek on their own. Hmm. And then Doctor Doom comes, anyway, Doctor Doom comes into it later because he kidnaps Conan because Conan has one of the, uh, uh, like a medallion from Kulan Gath, and it's like a powerful medallion, so Dr. Doom's trying. So this whole eight issues, it's not even over yet. It's all like this battle with Kulan Gath, hmm. but I don't know. After the first arc, I was just kind of like, I don't know. Like the first four or five issues, I was just like, ah, I don't even know if I want to buy this anymore. But it's got... Um, uh, what's his face? Well, at least the first art did. Uh, Diodato. Yeah. Diodato Jr. art. So the art's really cool. Hmm. And the story's... Savage Avengers. The story's not bad. Hmm. So, I'm going to stick with it for a little while. Cool. But anyway. I just thought it was crazy the way they, they... The way they did what? The way they did that with Wolverine's claws. I was like, I could find a panel. It was cool. I was just going to check like, out the Holy covers. Holy cow. 
And that's cool because Punisher has like this yeah, cool ass sword. No, whatever. Yeah, Conan, Conan, Conan picks up. I thought you were looking at the covers. Conan picks up the machine gun, Frank's machine gun, and he's just like, because they're like in the Savage Land, and all these dinosaurs attack, and he picks up the gun. It might be one of the best covers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, look at that. Those are Finch. I think Finch does the covers. But all right, I'm done. Scott can talk about Deathbed. I read Deathbed. Did you like Deathbed? I did. It was not bad, especially for a nice little kind of short, self-contained type of thing. Yeah. Did my binding hold up with him? I hope so. No, I mean, just... It didn't fall apart on me. Well, that's I'm cool. hoping that it didn't fall apart as soon as I gave it back to you. No, I'm no, sure. It did pretty it's well. Gonna, it's going to disintegrate. I know. You hand it through. <laughs> so, so, uh, I'm done with it. Now it's yours. <laughs> yes. Wash my hands. Uh, yeah, I overall, though, enjoyed this thing. I mean, you talked a lot of it about it uh, last time. And yes. So I don't really to... need to reiterate it. I mean, it's kind of one of those things, you know, kind of what, uh, what would you say? Kind of live for now, you know, a little bit, you know, don't take yeah. things for granted, you know, things. And don't try to be so self-centered either that you don't stop and realize, you know, what's going on around you. I'm so. going to spoil everything for you. That's exactly what Black Science is at the end. Is it? Okay. I can see Why that. Same, same, same type of same idea. type of idea, Bob. I can see you. that. I can see that with that. <laughs> All right. No, whatever. You're not going to read it for like nine months. It, anyway. It's going to be a like year a before I read it. Yeah, well, hell, if it's tomorrow before I read it, I will forget what the hell he said. So. It's gotten for you. But yeah, so it, it's pretty good. But like I said, I mean, the main or the... I guess your main character is really kind of the writer that's trying to write this autobiography for this other guy, or I guess a biography for this other guy, and the other guy's kind of a, you know, your secondary character is kind of a bit of an ass, but He's I do admit... Uh, I do like the, when he goes to the funeral of the one lady, though. That was Really? I see, I liked it when he went to the land where they worshipped him, and oh, they yeah. were all cannibals. Yeah, and they wanted to eat him, because yes. they wanted to be God. Exactly. I mean, he was God, so it's, you have to, you are what you eat. Yes, I, 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 I like that. that one myself. I, I really like the moon the best. I mean, the moon was pretty cool. Did you? Just from a fun, fun type crazy thing. aspect. I could agree with that. But all the adventures were fairly good. Yes, but all they were pretty good there and stuff. How'd you like the yeah. very beginning where he jumps out of bed naked, fighting all those fighting guys? Fighting all those guys, yeah. yeah. Penises is are flying. He really loves the penis. Drew, Drew loves the naked type <laughs> stuff, yeah. So, going on. But, uh, it was just a I mean, normal human penis, though. It wasn't like an elephant. Or it wasn't an elephant or an elephant or a hippopotamus, so. It's disappointing. But it's, it was enjoyable. I uh, thanks for that one. You you kind of pegged me on that. But I, cool. I yeah, it's a quick you know, little. It's read. it's quick little read. Self-contained. Nice self contained. Yeah, you know, it's fun. It's type good. thing. Well, it's Josh Williamson. He's the same guy who writes Birthright. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so. Dude, he also wrote Now Biter. I yeah, think. that's coming 